Welcome to the God and Cancer Culture podcast. I'm Stephen Strang. You probably know that my new book under the same title is releasing in a few days. And many of the podcasts that I do on the Strang Report, I also do on this new podcast, mainly to draw attention to the book to a new audience. Next week, I'm going to be actually doing podcasts about the book itself, chapter by chapter. You'll want to tune in. But today, I did a podcast with Matt Staver, the founder and president of Liberty Council. I write about him in the book. He's the one who defended Pastor Che on from Pasadena, whose church was shut down, and he was threatened with fines of $1,000 per incident per person if he had church services. Matt Staver took that case all the way to the Supreme Court, and they won. And the state of California had to refund or pay the legal fees, which were $1.3 million. And I asked the question, why should any American citizen have to pay $1.3 million to sue the government for a constitutional right? I have great respect for Matt Staver, and I interview him from time to time. And this time I asked him about the vaccine mandates. I told one of my staff today, I believe it's one of the most important podcasts I've ever done. And what's happening is they're trying to cancel people who don't get the vaccine mandate. I did not literally write about it in the book. It hadn't happened yet. But it's an example of the cancel culture. And, of course, Matt Staver is a very good friend, and he always is a great interview. So stay tuned. You may have already heard this on the Strang Report. It just went up, and I decided to also put it on this podcast. So here it is, my interview with Matt Staver on the Strang Report. Welcome to the Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to you, Matt Staver. I appreciate you fitting this in. I know you're just being slammed uh, with calls about the vaccine mandates, and you and I have talked and done podcasts, and of course, I've known you for years. You have stood so strong for our rights and in fact, a week or so ago, you may be interested that I had an opportunity to speak up in Grand Rapids and I told the story about Cheon. I specifically mm. said that Matt Staver and the Liberty Council won that and every, everybody cheered. So, <laughs> you know, good for you. And now you're on to other things. And right now, the big thing is apparently the vaccine mandate. So tell me about it. Well, good to be with you, Steve, and uh, Pastor Che and Harvest Rock Church and Harvest International Ministries. They're just amazing um, pastors, ministries that are taking place in California and around the world. So it was certainly our privilege to be able to work with Pastor Che and and his team. So right now, yeah, we're still doing some church litigation, but on the other hand, we are in an unprecedented time since we founded Liberty Council in 1989. Never seen anything like this, Steve. We are getting uh, three to 500 requests a day for legal help regarding these uh, mandates to get the COVID shots. Uh, we just uh, are having telephone conferences every day. Uh, we have over 500 people on each one of these calls that are on these conferences. We have over 15,000 people just in the last 
few weeks that have requested legal help. And it falls into three categories, employment, schools, and now in the military. And it is very emotional because we are getting people that are calling desperate. They've either been terminated. Their termination date is coming up in the next few days. They're telling these students they can't return back to school. Some of them have only one more semester to finish. And then we have men and women in the military being drugged before JAG to answer for possible dishonorable discharge if they don't get these shots. It is unbelievable. We're getting a lot of religious exemptions across the country, but the volume is unprecedented. It's really um, overwhelming and it's emotionally draining because our people are on the phone every minute of the day. You can't get away from the cries for help. Literally, Steve, they, they ring in your ears. Let me just give you an example. One person called a man. He does not want to get the COVID shots. He's been told if he doesn't get it, he'll be terminated. He's the sole breadwinner of the family. If he gets terminated, he'll lose his job, he loses insurance, and his wife has MS. We've had people that have been uh, removed from dialysis because they didn't want to get the COVID shot. People who have been removed from kidney transplant list. Uh, we have a nurse that's in her 40s, or she's one semester away from being a nurse, second career. She has a family, single, single mother. Uh, she'll graduate in December, and she's been told that you have to get the shot. Or you're not going to be able to graduate in December, and we're going to flunk you in the program if you don't uh, return this semester. So unbelievable pressure on some of these people, and it's also in the airlines. Why is it so ex extreme? Because, yes, people die of COVID. I had a 95-year-old friend who died this week, but he was also 95 years old. You know, it's not like half the population is dying of it. It's not even, in my opinion, like the polio uh, epidemic or whatever they called it, you know, back in the 1950s where they had a vaccine. And and then there's all these stories, you know, it's hard to know what to believe anymore. But like over 12,000 people have died from the vaccine. To me, that is reason enough to be suspicious of it. And someone sent me a link. It was a, a nurse appearing before the legislature in Michigan, and she was telling her story. She was being forced to get the vaccine, and she was reminding them that during the height of the pandemic, during the lockdown back in March and April, there was no vaccine. She and other people who were first responders had to risk their lives to treat COVID patients. She survived that. And now she's being told that it's not healthy or something, however they put it, to treat patients without the vaccine. And it's just, to me, it just seems crazy. Where is all this going to end? Well, here's how crazy it is. We uh, are working with one particular person, and uh, she is classified as a permanent remote employee. She never goes into the office, never has. She does everything by telephone and by virtual meetings. She doesn't go outside to visit clients. She doesn't go into the office. She's being told if you don't get the COVID shot, you will be terminated. And we have another one who's 99.8 or 9%. He hasn't been in the office since this, uh, 2019. He never goes in the office. He too is being told, you need to get the shot or you'll be terminated. They're going to have to go outside and get exposure from their home to go get the shot, and they never leave their home because that's their home and their place of employment. I mean, that's how absurd this is. With regards to the healthcare workers, let me give you an idea of how massive this is. We represent employees at a hospital that employs 23,000 people, 19,000 of them 
do not want to get the shot. That's about 19,000 of the 23,000 people. They're all being threatened with termination if they don't get the shot. Another one, 14,000 employees, 66% of them have not gotten the shots, do not want to get the shots. They're threatening those people to be terminated. Look, these people in the healthcare industry, they have worked through the pandemic. They've worked through the times when the COVID shots were available. They first became available in December 2020. Then Moderna after that, then Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer being the first one. So these shots have been available for a long time. They've worked through the wild version of COVID. They've worked through the Delta version of COVID. Some of them have gotten COVID. Some of them have not. They are our healthcare heroes. They went out to work every single day, not knowing what they were going into, while many people were at home locked down. And now they're being told something magic has changed. And the only thing that has changed is some directive from their employer or from the government or wherever it may be coming from in their case, that they need to get this shot. Otherwise, they will be terminated. And we have nurses right now in Maine that have been terminated. We have one, for example, that got terminated last week, terminated because she presented a religious exemption request. And then she goes out immediately to another hospital and says, I would like to work here. They said, we'd love to have you. We need you. But the governor says we can't accept religious exemptions. So we can't hire you. So she has no place to go. And this is inhumane. It's insane. We have a litigation pending right now in Maine. We have a hearing coming up very soon against the governor's mandate that says no religious exemptions. But we have healthcare workers, many of them, they've not only treated COVID patients, but they've also treated people and they're seeing them all too frequently who have been injured from these shots. One EMS worker who just pulled a 24-hour shift says that one in five calls that her EMS unit is receiving, one in five are adverse injuries from the shot itself. That's 20% of all their calls uh, or so are from shot injuries, from the COVID shot injuries. So that's the kind of thing that's happening. In fact, the number that you mentioned, 12,000, it's actually uh, almost 14,000 now. It goes up every week. There's uh, 600 and about 40,000 adverse injuries. There's nearly 18,000 people permanently disabled from the shots. Uh, this is the most catastrophic rollout of any medication or vaccine in American history. Uh, but the full fact is, when you look at healthcare workers, and nobody can sue because those pharmaceutical companies got some right. kind of exception because they were rushing it to try to, you know, respond to the pandemic. And I just don't understand why they don't hit the pause button and say, you know, we lived without the vaccine for, you know, as you said, for, you know, more than six months. There's all these question marks. You know, I think that people are going to get concerned about people dying from just the the shot, you know, I have, yeah, I'm no medical expert, but I, I have just had real question marks for years, how safe or unsafe vaccines are, you know, long before COVID, you know, right. we were all required as kids in school to take the measles and polio vaccines. It, you know, it's nothing like they're requiring kids to do now. And while all this controversy is swirling, while everything is not settled, they're requiring this. It's it's is this a leftist plot to try to change America or something? I'd you know, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theory. 
It's definitely something beyond real science because it's global. I know, for example, Klaus uh, Schwab is uh, head of the World Economic Forum, and he wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. He wants to use COVID-19 as a global socialistic reset of the entire world economy and climate change and all that. So there's no question that there's other agendas out there using this. But when you really look at the science and the data, let me just give you an example. We represent four, we represent over 15 airlines, some of the largest airlines in the world. And we're getting people from pilots to attendants to rampers that are being told you have to get the shot. What we are in, what we are encountering is the stress level on these people because they don't want to get the shots is increasing distractions. Distractions are increasing the rise of safety incidents on the airlines, uh, which is a real problem both for the crew and for the passengers. These people worked through COVID. I, I just went through, for example, a, a gate from Seattle to Orlando on Alaska Air, direct flight. At the very beginning of that, it says that if you wear a mask, your chances of exposure to the virus is 0.003%, or all caps, near zero. It cites a Department of Defense study. That Department of Defense study was done in conjunction with United Airlines. Well, guess what? Airlines was the first airline to mandate the shot, United Airlines. That, that chart, that pop-up that greets you as you, gate, as, you, as you enter the gate also says, and also, all the new innovations that have been on aircraft with the HEPA filters, hospital-grade filters, the top-down air circulation. Airline travel is the safest place to be. That's Alaska Air, okay? But now, why are they, if, if it's that safe, if it's that remote, if you follow their, you know, protocol, then why the shot? These people have worked through the pandemic, right? They have flown these aircraft so people could Go from place to place. Why the rush? Why does everybody need to get it? What about those people who already have COVID? There's no exceptions they're giving for those people, yet a recent Israeli study said your immunity from COVID after you've gotten COVID is 13 times greater than anything one of these shots can provide. What we're also seeing, too, is the global data saying that the shots are not effective. The CDC director just recently said that, citing Israel as the, some of the global data. Because what we see now, and for example, Israel, 80 plus percent of those have all both shots, yet now Israel is having the highest COVID infection rate in its history. So what we're seeing is that if there was any effectiveness, the effectiveness wears off. And that's why you're now talking about, well, a third shot. And then after that, perhaps a fourth shot. So it, there is no scientific or logical objective reason for this mad rush to get these shots. I think there's obviously a bigger agenda. But one of the problems that we see, I'll give you an example of somebody right here in Central Florida. Um, he is an owner of a company. He's about 30 years of age. His family kept pressuring him to get the shot. He didn't want to get the shot. He already had COVID. He doesn't need to get the shot. He's already got natural immunity. He goes and gets the shot. The first one caused soreness in his arm. The second one, he said he almost died. He went into like epileptic seizures where his body was violently shaking, and he's still uh, trying to recover from that. So 
This is insanity, Steve, and it is frankly inhumane because on the personal side of things, this is the emotional impact that it's having in our staff. It is the most emotionally draining experience we've ever had in over 30 years of Liberty Council because people are calling in and they're weeping, they're breaking down their entire future. There are, some of those are one, two years away from retirement is literally hanging in the balance. Some of these are individual income earners for their families. And some of these are in their last phases of graduate school, one more semester of nursing school. We have people who signed up to serve the military right after 9-11. This is almost their 20th year anniversary. They've missed birthdays and Christmases, times with their kids and families. They love this country. This one person says, our youth wasn't stolen. We gave it away to defend our country. And now we're being looked at as traitors, disloyal, unpatriotic, if we don't succumb to these shots. I mean, that's the kind of insanity and the kind of human tragedy that we're seeing. Wow. You know, I'll give you one personal anecdote, and then I want to give you the last word and to tell people what they can do or steps ahead. And I realize this is one anecdote. It's not going to show up in any study at all. But my wife and I went to a wedding in Daytona Beach a little over a month ago. There were about 60 people at the reception. The, these people were scared to death of COVID. They only invited people who'd been vaccine, or had the vaccine, who'd been vaccinated. My wife and I both had relatively minor uh, cases of COVID. Mine was very minor. I mean, I've been much sicker with the common cold, but be that as it may, we both believe that we have the antibodies, although I've not had a blood test, and I'm not going to get the vaccine. If I hadn't had COVID, I don't know, maybe my attitude would be a little bit different, but they made an exception for four people who had already had COVID. Out of the 60 people, 20 came down with COVID the following week. 20. Every single mm -hmm. one of them vaccinated. There were two people mm -hmm. at our table. We talked about it. We, we were talking about the fact that we had had it, and they talked about how they were vaccinated. They both got it, and none of the four that they made the exception for got it. Now, you know, what does that prove? <laughs> but it, mm -hmm. you know, when one third of the people who've been vaccinated get COVID, you know, obviously somebody in the room had COVID and gave it to the others. But anyway, I just wanted to but throw in But the point is that own... the shot didn't protect them. Well, that's the point I'm yeah. making. Absolutely. Or at least it seems to me that's common sense. I don't have any scientific data to say that, but you know, you want to take a vaccine if it keeps you from getting the disease. And uh, right. and I talked to one person who was very strong advocate of the vaccine and probably told her the story I told you. Well, there's no proof you won't get COVID, but it'll keep you from dying. Hey, guess what? The chances of dying, as you just pointed out on that thing you saw in Alaska Airlines, is, is very, very small. People die of things every day, including drowning in their swimming pool, getting hit by lightning. Uh, automobiles, of course, are fairly common. And we don't not let people drive because there's a chance they're going to be killed before they get to wherever they were planning to go. So we could talk about this for a long time, and you're very busy and I know this podcast is probably going to generate some new calls and you, you just can't answer every single call. So tell people, is there somewhere on, on your website or some of these conference calls saved somewhere where people could listen to them? What's the situation? 
Yeah, if you have, uh, if you're getting pressure, know somebody who is. Go to lc.org, lc.org. Click on the legal help tab, fill out the form, watch the video, and we have some sample religious exemption letters there for you to write in your own language. lc.org. Click on the legal help tab. You can also go to lc.org/vaccine. lc.org/vaccine for lots of information on COVID and the COVID shots. And what you just said, Steve, is absolutely correct. There is a lot of scientific data now. Let's just look at one place, and I'll be very brief, Israel. We now know that Israel's um, two-shot dosage, and this is happening globally everywhere around the world, including the United States, and all different places of the country, same thing. The shots are not protecting against COVID. So then they say, well, but then you're not gonna get as sick. Well, not so fast. In Israel, 64.5% of those that are hospitalized have received both shots. 67% of those that are seriously ill have received both shots. So not only is it not a f- protecting you, but those people who actually get it can actually be worse because it weakens your immune system with regards to this particular uh, COVID injection, no matter whether it's Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson. So for people that need help, LC.org, click on the Legal Help tab. There's lots of information on LC.org anyway, LC.org Legal Help, and then LC.org forward slash vaccine. Well, thank you, Matt Staver of Liberty Council for sharing with us. Uh, thank you for your long-term friendship. You're right here in Orlando where we are, and and thankfully we get to interact every once in a while. And my wife and I believe in your ministry. We are contributors. I encourage people who are to help organizations like Liberty Council who are helping so many people pro bono. Am I saying that right? That's right. It needs people to come alongside you to lift up your arm, so to speak, like Aaron and her held up Moses's arm so that you can battle for us. And the good thing is we need people like you on our side. and, And the good thing is that you're winning at so many levels and have been in so many ways. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to my listeners for tuning into the Strang Report today. I hope you found this helpful. Share it with people. We need to get the word out and tune in again tomorrow for another episode of the Strang Report on the Charisma Podcast Network. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, that's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible. I'm back in the studio. Thank you for listening this long. I just wanted to remind you that my new book, God and Cancer Culture releases September 7th. And, of course, many of you will hear this after the book's already out. I encourage you to get it. The early signs are positive. I interview Matt Staver in the book. He is the one who helped Che on and Harvest International Church in Pasadena to win their lawsuit against uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, and Gavin Newsom and the state of California were forced to repay Liberty Council, $1.3 million in legal fees. And of course, Liberty Council 
defends people without charge. You know, you go to a lawyer, they charge you by the hour, whether it's to do your will or criminal law or, you know, whatever it is. But Liberty Council, to defend our freedoms, do a, a pro bono. But they also are supported, as are several other groups like them. There are some other very good Christian groups that defend our freedom. I just happen to know Liberty Council best, and I'm so appreciative that Matt uh, Staver was willing to talk to me. Now, you can get my book at stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang. Books with an S, no spaces, stevestrangbooks.com. You can also buy it on Christian uh, book distributor, cbd.com. Amazon.com. Of course, it'll be in Barnes and Noble and all those type of bookstores. And help me get the word out. If you go to stevestrangbooks.com, there's samples. There's a really neat trailer that you can watch. And also, if you order before September 7th, which is only a couple days from now, that we will give you a whole bunch of free stuff, including a print subscription to Charisma Magazine, some free downloads, some ebooks and so forth. You want to check that out and help me get the word out about God and cancer culture. And once again, thank you for listening this long.